Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today's guest, I'm very excited to introduce you to. Today, we're going to be speaking with Howard Wolpoff. He is the Chief Marketing Strategist and Profit at Profit Master Business Solutions. He's a marketing executive with over 25 years of experience helping hundreds of businesses create profitable solutions to drive sales, attract and maintain customers, and build a solid corporate brand. Howard, welcome on the show. Well, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit more about you uh, other than your your boilerplate introduction. <laughs> sure. Well, I am uh, based in Florida. I am a marketing strategist. I work with this, really the small business owner has been working for too long and too hard, has not really seen all the efforts of their business and the results. And I implement measurable marketing with them so that they really are able to track what they're doing, see how the success is going really have a better understanding of what works, what doesn't work for their audience. And even bigger than that, really deciding who their audience is, which I think sometimes uh, gets business owners confused with not having a a sense of how non-broad their audience really is when they're throwing out uh, different marketing concepts. Yeah. And do you work with um, small businesses uh, primarily in your area or all over the U.S.? Or what's your... I work with businesses all over the U.S. Awesome. Cool. And then, um, so in your experience and time uh, in this role, what have been some of the biggest issues that small business owners face that that you've seen are common trends in that industry or that vertical? I think the biggest issue is that most small business owners have an idea that they want to be a business owner and they have a concept or industry a skill that they're very good at and they really want to go out there and and really help people with this skill but they really don't have a good understanding of what being a small business owner is and they are picking things up along the way they really didn't do a lot of planning of how to implement uh, the things that they need because in in all honesty they focus their energy on whatever their skill is and not being a marketer not being someone who's skilled in in HR and payroll and and bookkeeping. And these things are very important and and sometimes drag the business along as they're growing until a certain point where they kind of hit a wall and they have all these different challenges that are now facing them. Yeah. And I think that is very similar in the entrepreneurial space too, because, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs are always kind of wearing all the hats, right? They're they're exactly. the business owner, they're the marketer, they're the HR, they're sales, customer service. So it's very common, you know, I know a lot of my listeners are the entrepreneurs. And so, you know, I think some of the the steps and the strategies that you're going to share uh, will definitely help you know, not only small business owners, but, you know, entrepreneurs um, in that space as well. It really is. It is there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are 
either they're just starting out or they really have their hands on a lot of different things. And having a good understanding of basic marketing, a basic understanding of how to promote their business and brand their business and create a market dominating position that really gives them a sense of how they are bigger, better, faster, stronger than the others in their industry and are able to translate that for other people really can make a difference in seeing that revenue growth earlier rather than later or possibly not at all. Right. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, it's important for small business owners to know who their audience is. Do you have any other like steps or starting points that you start with um, when you're working with your small business owners to help them kind of put the pieces in place to start uh, organizing and making the best approach for their marketing? Well, it all starts with open conversation and being open and honest of of what is in front of you. It's, uh, and I I love uh, using the concept of uh, building the puzzle. And you have all these different puzzle pieces in front of you, and let's put the right pieces in the right places and have understanding what colors go with each other and shapes. Uh, having a real assessment of, of what your market is, is really one of the early things you need to do. I, I love using the, the, the uh, example of someone that sells uh, lotions and has the concept in their head that anyone with skin is their audience has absolutely no idea what they're doing. And it's unfortunate. And it, it, and and when you visualize it, yeah, it could make sense. Skin and lotion, and that's great. But not everyone wants lotion. Not everyone needs lotion. Not everyone has to have lotion. Not everyone has the the, the dollars to spend on lotions. So now you have to break down of, of who your audience is, who's really going to need your lotion. Who does it help? Why does it help them? Why, do, why is their life not as good if they're not being helped by it? Mm-hmm. And now you start to break down who you're really targeting. Yeah. And then once you, once you've identified who your target audience is, how do you coach them on what those next steps, how to implement different marketing tactics to, to grow their business or to be, become successful? Well, it goes back to the term I, I stated before, really having a market dominating position, really stating who you are and who you're speaking to and what makes you uh, not just great, but what kind of added value you are providing to your customers and how do you tie that up in a bow that it's so understandable that yeah. they're really going to react very quickly to, to utilizing? Once you have that, then you start looking at different implementations, internal and external, of how to interact with customers and prospects. Once they're in the door, there's, there's all these different concepts about pricing and, mm. and significant ways to increase the amount per transaction that a lot of businesses don't even think about. They may see it on a regular basis and and not realize what's happening when that's that's uh, that's that's really happening and not being offered to them. So for example, if they went to McDonald's and they ordered a soda and they just wanted a small, but then they were offered a large just for a little bit more, they were there's upselling. And right. you can do that too in your business, not just McDonald's and and, and in different places like that. Um on the, the outer end, you really have to have a a good understanding of what a website is, how a website is uh, viewed by others looking at you and right. try to make it into a 24-7 salesperson and not just a digital brochure. And that really trying to get people to understand that, especially when they built a website five years ago and don't think they need to invest in a new website, can be a challenge at times. 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as a marketer myself, I, uh, that's a common struggle or a common conversation that I have with clients as well as, you know, optimizing the marketing that you have or optimizing the website to make sure that it doesn't become stagnant and that it doesn't just be, you know, it's not just a digital brochure, like you said, and, and how do you attract the clientele or your customer with obviously the messaging that is um, directed towards them through the research you've done on who your customer is, right? You don't want to be talking about, you know, helping one person, but that's not who your, your target, you know, avatar is for your clients. So definitely agree. It's, it's important to make sure that you have, you know, all of those pieces in place. And it's important that people understand that you are speaking to them and about them before them. You're not speaking to someone about yourself and how great you are and look at all the wonderful things I did. Seeing I, 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 I on a website is a big turnoff to people who are trying to learn about what you're doing because they're the ones that are on a journey. They have challenges that they're, that they're trying to get answers for. There's a problem they have they don't want and a result they want they don't have. And this journey is going to help them address those. And if you are not answering that in any way, they're going to go click on someone else and, and hopefully that that person is going to give them the answers and eventually get the business. Yeah. And I always, I always talk about um, pain points, right? What are your clients pain points? Like answer those burning questions or, you know, solve those, those concerns that they have with your marketing. And then you're going to be, you know, right on target. If, if they feel like you're talking to them, then that's your ideal client. And they're going to, you know, call you or message you or whatever that might be to, to find out more about your business. So Definitely. Absolutely. Can't agree more. <laughs> Absolutely. Those pain points are very important to have a good understanding about at all times. Yeah. And so tell me, um, so you, you help businesses create profitable solutions to drive sales. What does that look like? So you have to be in the right mindset to actually grow your business. So again, not having the right concepts when it comes to pricing and how you're interacting with your clients and not and and utilizing your your customers as your sales team. Um, there are many ways you can develop sales with them, whether you are developing new opportunities for them or having them as uh, as referral partners and that they're getting rewarded for their uh, their, their participation in this is, is very valuable. Those are all ways to keep profits growing. And additionally, when it comes to, I always go back to the website over and over because I still love conversations that I have with people who said, ah, I don't need a website, I just have a Facebook page. Well, no one's going to your Facebook page. Yeah. The only reason anyone's really going to their Facebook page is to sheer curiosity and just to see if you actually are active on your Facebook page. That's right. it. So if you put something on, so you open your Facebook page in 2017, you put all this great information in and you've never been back, they're not coming. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not they're not knocking on the doors from from that Facebook page. But having a website that does address these concerns they have, if you're starting to address those those issues they're having in their mind, it's a problem they have they don't want, result they want they don't have, with a headline and a subheadline on your website that speaks to those, then you're going to have that first victory. And that first victory is getting someone to pause. Getting someone to pause enough to start reading the things on your website and absorbing information. And now if you have some sort of offer for them that is so irresistible that it's it's not do business with me, but something that really captures their attention enough that they want to learn more. 
Right. And you can now make a, your, your first transaction with them, which is an exchange. You'll give them this information and they give them your, uh, you, they give you their email address. And now you have an opportunity to make someone who just randomly clicked on your website into a prospect that you can have a conversation with. And this then starts the chain reaction to try to generate uh, revenues and, and profits from them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you mentioned uh, email addresses and then Facebook because it, that reminded me of, oh gosh, was it a year or so ago when Facebook was down for like, I don't know, 24 hours or something. And so people were talking about like, oh, I can't get a hold of like my customers or I've got all of these followers uh, and people who like my page on Facebook. And now how am I supposed to connect with them if I don't have social media? And so that really was a big push for the importance and reiterating the importance of like an email list or the database because on Facebook, people can like your page, they can follow you, but you don't really own or have control over those quote unquote customers or followers. But if you have an email database, that's like worth so much more. And so it's funny, you know, to to shift your perspective, you know, how, how important a website is and, and what it can do to help you build that database and build that customer, you know, rapport versus social media, which obviously is important, you know, brand exposure and brand building and, you know, uh, interactions to drive traffic to your website. But um, yeah, having that that database or that actual contact with your client is tenfold important over over that followers or likes on your page. Yeah, absolutely. There are some companies that are absolutely incredible when it comes to social media, whatever they post, they're getting responses, then people are clicking and everything's great. And there are some companies that are very good at social media. Mm-hmm. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. And no matter what you're posting, nobody's, nobody's liking your page. Nobody's liking your posts. Nobody is coming to the page. And again, if you have any understanding of the algorithms, mm-hmm. perhaps six out of a hundred people might actually see what you post right. uh, on a given day when uh when you post it and that's if you're actually posting something on it so having control with creating an email list and you can send things out on a regular basis to them and and create the narrative yeah uh, that's very important yeah gone are the days that organic posts are going to perform like (laughs) in the 50 60 percent engagement rate it's like oh as a marketer you're like where did those days go (laughs) and even some of the the i guess We'll call it the science of Facebook that people figured out, driving people to Facebook groups and having interaction there. The yeah. whole concept of creating your uh, um, you know, for your photo on top that's clickable so that people then go drive to a website. Nobody's doing that anymore. It's it's yeah. amazing over the course of this year in particular how slow the the activity in groups have become, primarily right. because people just go in and join a group and just start bashing everyone with with their own personal ads. So no yeah. one wants to go and interact in the group. Yeah, they turn they turn off the notifications because they're getting flooded with things that aren't relevant. <laughs> exactly. There's a topic that you, you have an interest in, you want to learn something about, but the learning stops because the ads are just there and that's everyone getting upset that someone else is, is spamming the group and mm-hmm. it's the conversation just runs into a circle. Yeah. One of the things um, that I have been doing research on and and looking at implementing on my end is um, dynamic content for websites. Do you have any experience in dynamic content? So uh, basically when you have a CRM system or a database, you can uh, categorize somebody as a, you know, a business owner or like a, a manager. 
and the website content can um, the technology on the, on the back end can tell your website who the viewers are and that content can be geared towards that specific viewer so the messaging you don't have to necessarily have it broad or super specific but you can have technology help to to pr pr put that specific content in front of the right people i think that's outstanding i think that the first thing that comes to my mind is not many business owners understand what a crm is yeah. which is a challenge right there <laughs> and having that database of names of people who you are communicating with in different ways and tracking the different ways you're communicating with them and tracking in key information about them can be valuable in not only just that, which I think is outstanding. If you're able to, if you're doing blogging on your website and there's stories that you put a, a, uh, a tag in that will, that will resonate with specific people in your uh, database and they get something sent to them, alerting them that that blog post is up, then there's the opportunity for interaction with them on, on that topic. And you are showing them that you're an expert that cares and, and, and wants to share more information with them. So yeah. a concept like that, Tori, is fantastic. And uh, it'd be great if a lot more businesses were, were able to implement those things. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's it's a newer concept. And obviously, there's a lot of legwork in the back end to to build your database and all of that stuff and yep. do the research. But, you know, if if more businesses had the opportunity to implement something like that, I think that that would, you know, make them stand out for sure um, and speak directly to their clients even more so than, you know, just the specific messaging. You can really, really get super focused on who it is that's viewing your website. So in that sense, I love technology and, and the capability that it has to to optimize, you know, business owners, uh, marketing and, and messaging and that sort of thing. Very true. It's, it's, it's and so many tools out there. If you're able to utilize them and understand them, AI is really doing some incredible things for business owners, but yeah, you have to kind of pause a little and, and either have someone who knows how to do this or figure things out yourself so that you can get everything automated. And then you only do is putting the blog post up and everything kind of plays off by itself which yeah. does end up saving you a lot of time to get results from. But yeah. uh, there's, there's, de there's definitely time in the process of building it all. <laughs> yes. So let's talk a little bit about tracking. So do you have key metrics that you work with your uh, business owners to identify what are these trackable, measurable um, items that you're going to use to see success over time? What what are those key metrics that you use with your, your clients? There are a number of, there's a ton of different ones out there. And I think first and foremost, using something is important. And then yeah. find the right ones to work for you is even more important. Uh, you, starting with the basics is Google Analytics. You want to get a sense of, of who's coming to your website and how often and, and how long they're there and where they're clicking and what's resonating with them. If you don't have Google Analytics, which is free and very easy to put into it to uh, connect your website to, you're really losing out because if you say, well, no one's coming to my website, that might be right. But this way you can actually verify that no one's coming to your website <laughs> or use it as a stepping stone to figure out how to get people to interact with your website when they come because they may you may have 100 people coming a day but they're staying there for 10 15 seconds and moving on and there's a reason why that's the case and yeah. knowing that that you're whatever you're doing is getting 100 people a day new people if you're able to fix that look at what you can do now with growing your business 
Yeah. I love, I love Google analytics for so many reasons, but you know, one of the, the cool things is, is being able to see the pages that people are interact interacting with, you know, and so that helps to identify, you know, what pages are resonating or what it is that they're doing. What's their kind of journey when they go to your website? Um, you know, are they going to your services page? Are they going to about you? Are they going to history? Like what is, what is it that these people are looking for? And, and that helps too, you know, from a marketing perspective to identify what's important and how to create that journey and optimize your website for the experience to make it easier for people to find that content or, you know, hopefully get them to stay longer on your website. Also gets you much more excited about your website. Yeah. And, uh, and I think people are like, okay, I got a website up and it's great. And then, then you got the people who, who were, um, I, I always go to con and coerce, and I think that's wrong of me to think that way, but uh, they they were um, intrigued by the fancy options on the website. So yeah. the person mailed the building is going to buy do a website with, oh, watch how you, you this section can slide in and this thing can make noise. And, and all these things that as you as are looking on your phone are just annoying because if you're not, you can't get the information you want. You're waiting for these things to load and, and, and drop in. Right. So the the you want to have something that functions for the person coming to the website focused first but also yeah. something you're proud of and enjoy and, and really see results from because mm-hmm. this is again you you have to sleep at certain times so does your staff and so does your salespeople depending on how big your your businesses this is your salesperson 24 7 if you do it the right way yeah and like you said mobile optimized like a lot of people you know, have built their website from a desktop perspective and haven't really gone through the mobile experience. And the mobile experience can be very different. <laughs> you know, the the images and the videos, you know, either load time or functionality of it. So, you know, I always, you know, that's that's stage stage one is building the website, right? Stage two is is analyzing each platform to make sure that it's performing and the journey, the customer journey is working on all ends. So for sure, you know, mobile, I think is even more, you know, um, used in our day and age that we're in now. And I think it's just going to continue to be a mobile optimized, you know, uh, company, you know, industry that people are are looking through that perspective. So definitely have to make sure you're on, on that pa- same page. And there's so many businesses out there that have the mindset that, okay, I built a website. I, this is the, the, the expense that I had to build a website, not the investment, because right. a lot of companies that update their website every single year make changes. And yeah. then, okay, it's up there. People can find it. I don't do anything about it. Now, granted, yeah. if you build your website, I don't know, nine years ago, there's a pretty good chance you're not optimized for anyone's phone or anyone's tablet. And people are right. trying to drag the website and expand it like a, like an image. Yeah. And you are losing them immediately, especially as 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 a lot more Gen Z is out there mm-hmm. purchasing and, and doing things. They don't have time or patience for someone who uh, who who didn't have the the the, the thought to uh, to be concerned about them and, and, and how they use websites. And right. uh, I, I had a conversation with uh, with a with a, a company a couple of months back where their website was was just like that, and they did a, a lot of business. On a regular basis, he said he was he was the number one in his industry in in his uh, his uh, general population area, yeah. and uh, so talk, okay, okay, they call you, they find you, they need you, and it, this need for for that business. What happens in your um your sales process? 
Well, person picks up the phone and we they talk and they ask them if they need other things or I'm already doing upselling because you need additional things for for the uh, they do a lot of things for special events. Yeah, and so then they come up with a proposal at the end, and either they sign off or they uh, they wouldn't at that time. And so my fob was okay. So what happens with those that are thinking about the price, maybe shopping it back and forth? What happens next? He goes nothing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean nothing? <laughs> well, uh, we don't call them back. Why, why wouldn't you call them back? Well, they, we're the best out there, so they obviously they're not interested in using us. <laughs> we're not interested in working with them like really <laughs> you realize how much money you're leaving on the table yeah where someone is just trying to be conscientious of what they're spending and comparing then the, the other company is probably calling them back and, and following up and they're going there because there's that next level of okay. interest in their business mm-hmm. yeah for sure no, i never thought about that <laughs> it really was a conversation like that so it's like the, was, was <laughs> that, okay, my guy, he spent all the day just calling people, following, calling people, and lo and behold, a couple people actually signed up with us. Really? Yeah. That, that's very interesting. <laughs> Congratulations. It, 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 it shows that there's a lot of people out there who have built very successful businesses and yeah. not utilizing the, the, the right marketing frameworks. But what if you actually put the marketing frameworks in? What kind of profit can you accelerate at that point into your business? Yeah. And I think it's, it's people don't know what they don't know, right? And they're not yep. marketing experts. They, they started a business because they had a passion for a service or for whatever it might be. And so I love that, you know, you and I both in marketing, we were able to use our quote unquote superpower and, you know, bring that in to help people to grow their businesses. That's what I love about, you know, what I do is, is being able to help people optimize what they do with the strategies and the skills that, you know, I have so that they can be successful. And so I know I'm sure you feel the same way. It's, it's rewarding to see companies see a level of success that they haven't seen. A lot yeah. of people started their business because they didn't want the nine to five grind and they wanted to find different ways to make more money for their families and take vacations and yeah. a good part of these small business owners, they don't have that. They're making less money. They have no time. They're, they're working more hours. And a lot of is because there are just strategies that they have not implemented that can easily start generating revenues and they can see a big difference in their business. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's wrap things up, you know, and uh, uh, tell me any, do you have like a favorite quote or any advice for small business owners um, that you want to kind of leave us with as your parting words of wisdom? Uh, interesting. Favorite quote. I, I used to work, I, I have a huge love for baseball. I used to work in baseball. So a lot of my my quotes always focus and, and thoughts around baseball players and experiences there. There was a, a very... Um, there's a pitcher with a very unique story, Satchel Page, between the uh, between his 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 unbelievable uh, experiences in the Negro Leagues and and coming up as a I think he started 45 years old in the major leagues. He's wow. one of the oldest players in the majors. I think he pitched at 59. Uh, he had a, he had a line that was "Don't look back; someone might be gaining on you." So, <sighs> if you're focusing on really seeing success, sometimes you don't want to look back. You want to keep moving forward. Mm. For sure. I love that. That's, that's definitely um, a great way to end it. And, uh, you know, I appreciate your time, Howard. And let, how can people get a hold of you? Or uh, where can they go to learn more about uh, what it is that you do or how that how you can help them? 
Sure. Uh, my company is Profit Master Business Solutions. So if you go to ProfitMasterBusinessSolutions.com, you will find my website, and which is which is welcoming to you as you, as you get there as in, from our conversations here. Uh, <laughs> I actually have a, a book you can download for free uh, called Business Marketing Maneuvers, and really is how I find $100,000 or more in any business in 45 minutes, and I walk through the strategies with you. Love that. Well, definitely go check that out. And thank you again, Howard, for being a guest on the show. And we'll see you guys next time. All right, Tori. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.